the nun Tulananda said, quote, I do not need oil, probationer. I need ghee. This is Buddhist Books Podcast, episode 171, Tipitaka, part 102, in which I will be reciting Bikuni Vibhanga, Nisagiya, 4 and 5, probably. Our special guest today... Amitabha, under the rain. I've decided to do something a little different today and open the windows. So we'll see how that goes. For those of you listening to the audio only, that's what's happening. Um, All right. Well, I hope everybody's doing well. I'm still thinking about uh, those robe rules from uh, Tipitaka Part 101. And uh, I'll let you know if I come up with anything. Boy, if that dog starts going, I'm going to have to rethink this whole recording, this episode now, idea. But uh, for now, cheers. Bikuni Vibanga, meaning these are the rules for nuns. Nisagiya, meaning forfeiture. Number four, at one time, the Enlightened One, the Lord, was staying at Savati in the Jetta Grove in Anatta Pindika's monastery. Now at that time, the nun Tulananda, thank you Tulananda, uh, came to be ill. Then a certain lay follower approached the nun Tulananda, and having approached, he spoke thus to the nun Tulananda, quote, space, sorry, just picking on this order, what, lady, is your discomfort? What may be brought, parentheses, for you? End quote. Quote, sir, I am in need of ghee. End quote. Then that lay follower, having for a kahapana, brought ghee from the house of a certain of a certain shopkeeper, gave it to the nun Tulananda. The nun Tulananda said, quote, "I am not in need of ghee, sir. I am in need of oil." End quote. Then that lay follower approached that shopkeeper, and having approached, he spoke thus to that shopkeeper, quote, The lady says that she does not need ghee, master. She needs oil. You take the ghee, 
parentheses, and, and parentheses, give me the oil. End quote. Quote, if we, master, take back again goods that were bought, when will our goods be sold? Ghee was taken owing to the purchase of ghee. Give for the purchase of oil, parentheses, and, and parentheses, you shall take oil. End quote. Then that lay follower, three dots, spread it about, say, quote, How can this lady Tulananda, having had one thing asked for, then have another thing asked for? Nuns heard this lay follower, who three dots spread it about. Those who were modest nuns, three dots spread it about. Three dots. Then these nuns told this matter to the monks. The monks, three dots, to the Lord. He said, Is it true, as is said, monks, that the nun Tulananda, having had one thing asked for, had another thing asked for, end quote, quote, it is true, Lord, end quote, the enlightened one. The Lord rebuked them, saying, quote, How monks can the nun Tulananda, three dots, have another thing asked for? It is not, monks, for pleasing those who are not, parentheses, yet, and parentheses, pleased, three dots, this rule of training. Whatever nun, having had one thing asked for, should have another thing asked for, there is an offense of expiation involving forfeiture. End quote. <sighs> Whatever means... Um, I believe in the flashback back in New Delhi, there was no dog barking. So let's do the flashback now, please. Whatever means, she who is an elder or a junior or one of middle standing, this one on account of relations, on account of birth, on account of name, on account of clan, on account of virtue, on account of the way of living, on account of the field of activity is called whatever. Thank you, Edward, without the dog barking. Nun means... Nun means she is a nun because she is a beggar for alms. She is a nun because she submits to walking for alms. She is a nun because she is one who wears the patchwork robes. She is a nun by the designation, parentheses, of others, and parentheses. A nun because of her acknowledgement. A nun, parentheses, to whom it was, parentheses, said... Quote within quotes, come, nun. End quote within quotes. A nun is one ordained by the three goings to a refuge. A nun is auspicious. A nun is the essential. A nun is a learner. A nun is an adept. A nun is ordained by both complete orders by means of a parentheses formal and parentheses act. 
at which the motion is put and followed by three proclamations, irreversible and fit to stand. In this way is this nun, one who is ordained by both complete orders by means of a parentheses formal and parentheses act, at which the motion was put and followed by three proclamations, irreversible, fit to stand, and this is how none is to be understood in this case. Having had one thing asked for means, accepting that parentheses thing and parentheses, if she has another asked for, in the request there is an offensive wrongdoing. It is to be forfeited on acquisition. It should be forfeited to an order or to a group or to one nun. And thus, monks, should it be forfeited, quote, ladies, sorry, that wasn't quite right, ladies, that's better. Having had this thing asked for, the other thing asked for is to be forfeited by me. I forfeit it to the order, end quote, three dots, quote, three dots. The order should give back three dots. Let the ladies give back three dots. I will give back parentheses this thing, end parentheses, to the lady, end quote. If she thinks that one thing is another thing, and has the other thing asked for, there is an offense of expiation involving forfeiture. If she is in doubt as to whether one thing three dots, if she thinks that an identical thing is another thing, three dots. Offense of expiation involving forfeiture. If she thinks that another thing is an identical thing, parentheses and and parentheses, has the identical thing asked for, there is an offense of wrongdoing. If she is in doubt as to whether it is an identical thing, parentheses and and parentheses has an identical thing asked for, there is an offensive wrongdoing. If she thinks that it is an identical thing, when it is an identical thing, there is no offense. There is no offense if she has that thing asked for and also has another thing asked for. If, having pointed out the advantage, she has it asked for, Mm. If she is mad, if she is the first wrongdoer. All right. And it kind of covers, you know, she was ill in the first place. Some of the, those old rules for monks anyway. Um, one of the exceptions is if the monk is ill, then it's okay for him to do whatever thing. Like ask for ghee, for instance. Um, in the rules for monks, you're not supposed to ask for things like that unless you're ill. And uh, when it said, if she thinks that it is an identical thing and it isn't, I believe it was an offensive wrongdoing, right? Uh, that reminded me, you might have seen me grin a bit, um, that reminded me of, uh, see, for those who don't know, American English and British English are almost the same, but also very different. Um, there's a lot of everyday terms and, you know, kind of, kind of slang terms uh, or just usages of words that are that are different. 
um, in England and the UK, and the version of English that they speak in India is based on uh, English in the UK, specifically English in the UK up until they left. So they, they haven't been like, you know, ardently watching all the UK TV shows and, uh, you know, keeping up with the changes in, uh, in UK English since the 1950s. And so there's words that kind of got cemented into the language. I'm in India, by the way, if you didn't know. Um, words that got fixed into the language before, before the language started changing, even before the British left. Um, so words that haven't been in use since the 1800s in UK that are in use in India. It's very interesting. But that all being said, uh, there was a point where I was going to Starbucks in uh, uh, when uh, Pew and I were living in New Delhi. And I asked if she wanted anything. And she said, could you get me some lemon cake? And in my mind, I'm visualizing a circular uh, cake with like frosting on it. And I'm like, wow, they have that? Like, like in my mind, it's like got some kind of like yellow frosting on it. And that's cake, you know, like birthday cake, like you'd have at a, a children's a child's birthday. Because what I, what I know as lemon bread in UK and thus in India, it's called lemon cake. So I went to Starbucks and I looked at everything. I'm like, they don't have lemon cake. And she's like, are you sure they always have lemon cake? Send me a video of, of all the things they have there. So I send a video and she's like, it's right there. It's right in front of you. Can't you see it? And I'm like, uh, I'm sorry. I'm looking at everything and there, there's no lemon cake. And it went back and forth for a little while. And then eventually we had to have a conversation about how sometimes there might be some miscommunication um, because of the language barrier between UK <laughs> and US because uh, she speaks English perfectly well. Um, it's just not American English. So that would have been a case where if I had come back with, I didn't find it at Starbucks, but I went to a bakery and had it made. And I said, that's not what I asked for. I asked for lemon cake. Here's a picture of it. And I was like, oh, you mean lemon bread? Yeah, I'll go get that. Anyway. All right. Silly story. Worth telling? Maybe. I don't know. I... All right. So uh, one more for today, shall we? Are you enjoying the rain? It kind of... Um, kind of lessened. I was going to say died down, but then I'm like, is that an American slang thing that's going to sound morbid if I say it? Okay, so here we go. Forfeiture, or rather nisagia five, or forfeiture. It's the English word for nisagia. At one time, the enlightened one, the Lord, was staying at Savati in the Jetta Grove in Anatta Pindika's monastery. Now at that time, the nun Tulananda, over here, yeah, thank you Tulananda, um, came to be ill again. Maybe at the same time, who knows. Then a certain lay follower approached the nun Tulananda. Having approached, he spoke thus to the nun Tulananda, quote, I hope, lady, that you are better. I hope that you are keeping going. End quote. Quote, sir, I am not better. I am not keeping going. And quote, quote, lady, I will deposit a kahapana in the house of such and such a shopkeeper. You can have whatever you want brought 
from there. And quote, the nun Tulananda enjoined a certain probationer, saying, quote, Go, probationer, fetch oil for the kahapana from the house of such and such a, a shopkeeper. End quote. Then that probationer, having for the kahapana fetched oil from the house of that shopkeeper, gave it to the nun Tulananda. The nun Tulananda said, quote, I do not need oil, probationer. I need ghee. End quote. Then that probationer approached that shopkeeper. Having approached, she spoke thus to that shopkeeper. Quote, the lady says that she does not need oil, sir. She needs ghee. You take the oil, parentheses, and, and parentheses, give me the ghee. End quote. Quote, if we, lady, take back again goods that were bought, when will our goods be sold? Oil was taken owing to the purchase of oil. Give for the purchase of ghee, parentheses, and, and parentheses, you shall take ghee. End quote. Pro tip, if this is one of those, like, department stores, and you just insist, and you just keep standing, no! No, take it back, exchange it, no, let me speak to your manager, man. And then the manager comes, and then you say, I want to speak to your manager. And then the store manager comes. The store manager is under a directive from the corporation that if it comes to that, if they're actually being brought, uh, if the manager can't handle it and they're bringing you to it, just just make the exchange and get rid of them because you're probably losing customers because of all the commotion and all that. But I don't think Tulananda was at a 21st century department store in a mall now, was she? I don't know if that's the case like worldwide, but like in US, at least at Macy's, I think. Um, all right. Then that probationer stood crying. Nuns spoke thus to that probationer, parentheses, why are you crying? probationer. End quote. Maybe it sounds better in Polly. I just, in English, it just says, don't call me probationer. My name's Edward, all right? You know? All right. Then that probationer told this matter to the nuns. Those who were modest nuns, three dots, spread it about, saying, quote, how can the lady to Lananda, having got one thing in exchange, get another thing in exchange? End quote. Quote, is it true? As is, there's no three dots. Miss Horner, how am I going to know that you skipped like eight paragraphs if you don't put three dots? Quote, is it true? As is said, monks, three dots, C-I-V-1, instead of having had asked for, etc., read having got in exchange, and parentheses, three dots rule of training. Whatever nun, having got one thing in exchange, should get another thing in exchange, there is an offense of expiation involving forfeiture. Now, if you don't mind, I'm curious to see, like, what is the difference between that proclamation and the one from the previous 
Okay, whatever nun, having had one thing asked for, should have another thing asked for. There's an offensive expiation. Whatever nun, having got one thing in exchange, should get another thing in exchange. There's an offensive expiation involving forfeiture. Okay, it's just a slightly different wording for a slightly different kind of scenario. So by having the probationer, in other words, the probationer nun, from her own order, it's like she's doing it herself where in the other case she had a lay follower do it. All right. Whatever means, we went over that before when the dog was barking. None means, same. Oh my God, did he hear me? Do you hear this? He heard me. The dog knew I was talking about him, and he just had to get in his, his last word. Wow, okay. Uh, having got one thing in exchange means... Having got anything, whatever, in exchange, three dots, C, I, V, two, instead of has asked for, having had asked for, read, gets, in exchange, having got, in exchange, and parentheses, three dots, if she is the first wrongdoer. Well, this has been uh, today's episode of Psycho dog barking. No, really, that dog is psycho. I mean, it's our landlord's dog. And uh, when, we, when the dog is outside, the dog gets let out for an hour every day between 5.30 and 6.30. And if, God forbid, we come home during that time or have to go out during that time, then we have to like get his attention and say, hey, can you bring the dog inside? Because... They're just psycho. I, I haven't seen them bite anyone, but the amount that this one that you're hearing, the amount of just hostile barking, like rage barking is just terrifying. Um, normally I'm not like scared of dogs barking, but this, this dog is like special. A little bit of some issues going on with him. So if you would all join me in saying a prayer for that dog, I don't know his or her name, but you know his or her voice, so, or, or their voice. I don't know uh, the dog's preference for pronouns, but whatever the case may be, let us take a moment, send forth good vibes, peace, and compassion to that dog in particular. And I will go ahead and close, and I hope you um, enjoyed this as much as I enjoyed making it just to say at least a little and uh, I'll go ahead and close with the usual prayer after I take a sip of coffee to the north and to the south to the east and to the west to the spirits of light among us and to the spirits below we send out our reverent love and compassion may all beings be happy May all beings be serene. May all beings be in peace. Oh. Until next time.